radioinfluence.com Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Now, stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Hi, this is uh, Marilyn, and um, actually I'm trying to get in touch with Dave the Dwarf, and I wasn't really sure how to do that, so I was calling you. Um, actually, this might be a little bit of a weird request, but I'm having a birthday party coming up, and it's going to be my 35th. Well, what I'm going to be doing is um, having a party at my house, but what I wanted to do was see if I could arrange to have him kind of like stand outside um, with, you know, maybe like a lantern or something just to kind of like greet people, you know, sort of like a lawn jockey, uh, <laughs> you know, stand out there. I don't know if he's able to do that. Maybe for, you know, probably three or four hours. I definitely be willing oh, to man. pay, you know, whatever he wants. Um, hundred bucks an hour, you know, three hours or so. If you could, uh, give me a call or have him call me and pass on my number. It's 813 813- Nine three five. Oh, it's the MJ Morning Show podcast. <laughs> hey, folks, it's MJ here. Welcome to episode number thirty-seven. I found that voicemail on the hard drive. It's a lady calling to hire Dave the Dwarf to be a lawn jockey for her party. <laughs> Guys, do you have any memory of Dave the Dwarf ever taking the gig? Did he ever do that? I don't even remember this voicemail. I I don't remember the voicemail, but I. Don't remember Dave turning down a gig. So, <laughs> oh, do you remember the stripper gig where they thought that he was going to strip naked and the cops got <laughs> called? Oh, hey, do me a favor. I don't know if we can get him. Uh, welcome, like I said, MJ Morning Show podcast here, number 37. I thought I'd start off the podcast cold with that hysterical voicemail call. Hey, Fester, I don't know if we can get him. We haven't set this up. Get Dave the Dwarf on the phone. Can you patch him in and see if he's available? Yeah, let me add him to the uh, to our call. Right. I'm pretty sure he's not busy. <laughs> I mean, I follow him on Facebook, and you know, he does physical therapy and bitches about America, and that's about it. Hello, Dave the Dwarf. Hey, it's MJ Froggy Fester. Sorry for the no notice. We just played an old voicemail I found. Do you have any recollection of a woman trying to hire you to be a lawn jockey dwarf? on her front lawn greeting guests for a party and she was going to pay you like a hundred bucks an hour? Uh, no, but if she, if that were so, I wouldn't have done it for a hundred bucks an hour. But I don't know that. I'm, 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 I'm a gig. I don't know, man. 14 years. I was a lot of gigs. <laughs> MJ, how about a hello, Dave the Dwarf? How are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Well, we've had Dave. Yeah, yeah, since Wait. last time you called me on the podcast. Hey, live. What's going on? Hey, uh, Mike. Dave, all right. I'm sorry. I'm just getting down to business here. Dave the Dwarf, how you doing? How you feeling? How's your health? I'm good. My health is fine. I'm still in therapy, trying to walk, getting close, walking with the walker. Getting better, stronger every day. Uh, well, listen, we're pulling for you, man, and we'll all get together after this COVID crap is over. Hey, quick question. We did, though, remember you got hired to be an entertainer at a party, not this party, but there was a different story where they thought that you were going to strip naked 
and things went <laughs> things went south and the cops got called and there was like a police report and there were 911 calls. Oh, that's right. Didn't we get our hands on the 911 calls? Yep. Yep. And my buddy Scoob had a gun with <laughs> Oh my yeah. god. All right, what what happened, Dave? Tell the story quickly. Scoob. Well, I, I got there, it was in Orlando, some um um probation dudes wanted me to um supposedly just come and hang out with at his grandpa's birthday party because he, you know, heard us on the radio and dug me and everything. And I get there and I'm partying with him and doing all this stuff. They gave me the money, paid me. And um, I was like, all right, man, I'm getting ready to take off. It's been two hours. It was a two-hour gig. Wait, where are you, you going to change? Where do you want to change at? I said, change? He said, no, nah, yeah, well, you got you going to wear that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Because aren't you going to change into your little stripper outfit? My little stripper. I'm like, number one, why's it got to be a little outfit? Number two, I don't want to. What are you talking about? I'm not stripping, especially for your grandpa. <laughs> yes, straight for me, so you cute little man. midget. I, 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 you know, I, I took pictures and drank tequila and all kinds of crap. I was getting ready to leave, and um, I get outside, and the dude's like, "Well, man, I'll, if you're not going to strip, we need that money back." I said, "What are you talking about? You've already paid me, and I already did. I've been here two hours. That's what you paid for me to be here for two hours." I'm so I'm taking off. He said, "Nah, man, I can't let you go." Said, well, what you gonna beat me up if I don't give you money back? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said, "Well, that's what you're gonna have to do if you think I'm gonna pay you yeah. your money back." What are, you, what are you talking about? You're a you're and a hostage. Wait a minute, you're a hostage midget. You're you're being detained yeah. ag- against your will. <laughs> yeah, so they pulled their car across the driveway so we couldn't get out, and we called the cops. My boy called the cops and told them there was getting ready to be a homicide. Because they were trying to take oh the fucking bitch. Oh. And, and they were getting irate and stuff. And he's like, I got a gun, man. Y'all better hurry up and get here before I shoot somebody. Oh, my God. I think we have the 911 calls. I got to try to find those. I can't find them this week. But in a future podcast, I'll try to find the 911 calls if they're on the hard drive. Great talking to you. We'll All t- right. Let me know because my boy's got it because he plays it for everybody. All his friends and everything. <laughs> what boy are you talking about? His name's Scoob, man. Scoob. Scoob Steve. Scoob. You remember you know Scoob? Scoob. Right we'll talk to you soon, buddy. See you, Dave. All right, man. Later. Froggy just commented before we started recording. What kind of freaking mess did you make in your kitchen? You watched our Instagram live video? Yeah, what is up? I don't understand your fascination. You get fascinated with things, and apparently it's ice cream making now. And you made, what was it? It looked like a murder scene. It looked like a scene from Goodfellas. You had cherry juice all over your kitchen. Did you see it, Fester? (laughs) No. (laughs) He had... It looked like a murder scene. <laughs> so, Michelle. And who's going to clean that? Did you clean that? Hey, Michelle just joined me up in the studio. Uh, for folks that are just tuning in, I highly recommend that you follow my social media. On Twitter, I'm at Todd Schnitt. So follow me on Twitter at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. And is in November. And then on Instagram, Follow me at Certified Todd Schnitt. And I'm shooting these Instagram live videos whenever the bug crawls up my butt. And last night, I was making homemade cherry ice cream mix with Michelle. Yeah, it looked like a freaking murder scene. It was the most tedious, ridiculous. It was so labor-freaking-intensive. 
First of all, I love the ice cream machine. Michelle's idea to get the ice cream machine, I fully support it. It's fantastic. We bought this semi-professional Lelo Musso Pola 5030, and it is phenomenal. I'm making some unbelievable ice cream. So Michelle decides, why did you get this like bug up your butt to make cherry ice cream? What was all, what, what prompted that? I like cherries. Well, no, I'm sorry. I don't like cherries. I like, you know, cherry vanilla yogurt that you got me eating. And so when we go to an ice cream store, I like, you know, cherry vanilla ice cream or blueberry ice cream or whatever. So it just came up as one of like it popped up in my feed, cherry ice cream. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's make that. Froggy, what would you like to know? What questions do you have for Michelle about our process and video? And incidentally, I did an Instagram live, but I turned it into a posted video. So if you go to certified Todd Schnitt on Instagram, you can watch the video of the cherry ice cream murder scene. So, Froggy, what questions do you have? I just wanted to know why you would make an ice cream that makes your apartment look like Arthur Fleck when he stabbed <laughs> Randall in the neck over and over again in Joker. I mean, it, 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 your apartment looks... <laughs> Like a disgrace. I mean, what is that? The mess is. It doesn't seem worth it. It doesn't seem worth it to me. Oh, but go buy some briars, Uh, Michelle. Hang on a minute. Hold on. How long? If you would add it all up, how long did it take us to get the mix done to refrigerate overnight? We actually made the ice cream late this morning, Michelle. How much prep time? I can make the homemade vanilla bean, and that includes. Cutting the beans, scraping the vanilla bean seeds out. I can make the whole amazing vanilla mix that I've come up with. I can do that in like 15 minutes. How long did this cherry crap take? Well, yesterday, because we were modifying the original recipe, it probably took us about five hours. Oh, my God. What? But that's, but that's, oh including, God. that's including the baking or the cooking of the cherries to soften them up, to take the pits oh. out, and then oh. having to cook them down a little bit more so that then you could press them for me because I thought you were going to be a better presser than me. But as it turns out, I don't know that you really were a better presser well, than me because I think I got more juice out of last <sighs> week's batch than you got out of or right. three weeks ago. She has this sieve. She's got this strainer and I got to press the rubber silicone spatula to try to extract the juice. Do you see me struggling? It's like it's like I was having a bowel movement. Gross. <laughs> it, it, it was just the most tedious process. But I'll tell you what, we made the ice cream, the, the mix, uh, after we got done. And watch the video on my Instagram, Certified Todd Schnitt. Watch the video. It's crazy. I'm screaming. I'm yelling. I'm bitching Michelle out. But the mix sat overnight in the fridge. We made it late this morning, and it is amazing. It's I mean, delicious. have you had the Cherry Garcia that they you can get at Publix? I mean, <laughs> it's really good. It's really great. <sighs> and you literally don't have to spend any time having your kitchen make look like, like a murder scene. You know, you just eat it. I mean, is, I is it worth it? Look, I admit that as he was doing pressing the cherries, I looked over at them and I was like, "That does look like brains," <laughs> um, but it's so delicious and it's fresh yeah. and it doesn't have any chemicals in it and no preservatives or whatever. And part of the fun of it is making it right. Like we pick rest. Everybody in the family's picked a recipe to make. Julian likes to make banana, and so we've tried. I don't know, 
five different banana recipes? Yeah, I had someone comment, the woman that does a lot of our artwork for like the Fark and Schnitt podcast, and she's done uh, my Schnitt show stuff and website. She commented, she was listening to last week's podcast. I was commenting how my favorite flavor is mint chocolate chip, but I don't like the big chunks of chocolate. I like specks and flecks of chocolate. So she's like, I like the same thing. Oh my God. I mean, there are people out there that like mint chocolate chip the way, you know who's got really good mint chocolate chip is uh, one of the Publix Varieties has more of the specks and flecks and shavings, and also Mayfield. Mayfield Mint Chocolate Chip also has that uh, that flecky kind of uh, shaving and not the huge chunks of chocolate that get jammed in your teeth and you're like, eh, duh, 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 duh. get these. Didn't things. we have an intern whose family did an ice cream business? Or am I just imagining this? I have no clue what you're talking was about. Was it Angie the Amazon intern? I don't remember. Where is I it? Vaguely recalled, I think she got a job with an ice cream company or no, something. No, no, no. Her family <laughs> runs ice cream. I don't remember. Uh, guys, but I'd like to make an announcement. I am probably going to end up winding down my radio career. I think I'm, I'm getting close to the end of the road with radio. And I'm seriously considering opening up a fresh, homemade, nothing but the best ingredients ice cream shop. So I'm kind of toying with that. We'll see how this COVID thing goes. Yeah, Michelle. I got to be honest. I heard from you, I don't know how many times. Not only was it the time that it took us to make my ice cream, but the expense of the cherries. And I just don't know that you can make that an economical endeavor. Hey, guys. Guys, guess how much money in cherries. We needed four pounds of cherries. And for whatever reason, Washington State Rainier cherries are like insanely priced this year. Guess how much money in cherries I have for the three pints of cherry ice cream that we made. Guess how much we spent. Just, just, I'm going to smack you when I find hey, out. Was it $12 a pound? We about 50 bucks in cherries? No, no, it wasn't 12 It, was, it, it almost was, but no. Uh, Michelle, what I figure out total? I think it was like $26. No, no, plus the other pound. I had to get another pound and a half. It was $35. Oh, yeah. It was th- like $34 in cherries. You guys <laughs> should take up fishing. How much <laughs> How much ice cream did, did $35 in fresh cherries I, yield? I just said it was like three pints of this cherry ice cream for Michelle. Uh. MJ, you need a YouTube channel where you just make... No, you need a restaurant. Ice cream, <laughs> rice, and pizza. <laughs> That's oh it. Oh my God. The Please. three things you are, I don't know, decent at making. <laughs> stop. Yeah, stop. Right. Before we move on, and the whole ice cream talk kind of fits in here a little bit. I had, Fester, you're going to have to look this up quickly. I meant to do it, but I forgot. I was busy with the Schnitt Show today, and we're recording this on Monday night for, for dropping on Tuesday morning the latest episode here of the MJ Morning Show podcast. What is this, number 37? So, Fester, get ready to look this up. Speaking of ice cream, Michelle, I didn't even tell you about this. I had the weirdest freaking dream. I think it was on Saturday, Friday or Saturday. I dreamt that I was scooping ice cream, and I'm sure because of all our ice cream making, that ice cream crept into my subconscious and my my REM sleep or whatever the hell it is. I had a dream that I was scooping ice cream out of a container. I think it was store-bought ice cream. And as I'm scooping, I scooped into a bird's nest. There was a, a actual, oh. there was an actual bird's nest buried in the ice cream, and as I'm scooping, a whole freaking bird's nest comes out. Fester, uh, look up bird's nest in your dreams or uh, ice cream bird's nest. I, I don't, right. know, I don't know what the hell that means, but is that not crazy? 
that I, I scoop the ice cream and suddenly I've got a bird's nest that I uncover. Okay, which one do you want first? Oh, chocolate-covered birds. Mm. Uh, Michelle is Sounds also, fantastic. Yeah, Michelle's also <laughs> looking it up. All right, give me the bird's nest first. What, what's first? Okay, so a bird's nest. A nest is a symbol of hearth or home. For young people, a bird's nest uh, means you may have children or you're, you're, you're moving fast. Oh, or- I got it. I got it. What? Stop. What? Stop. Chloe just went to college. <gasps> you just drove her there. You hit a bird on the way. I would imagine. <laughs> no, we, no we, it has to do with Chloe, right? I have no Going idea. To college. I, well, hang on a minute. We moved Chloe in. She's not at school yet. She moves in on the 26th, I think. We were able to move in. We had a slotted time to move all her uh, accoutrements and all of her clothes and the little furniture pieces. So we moved her into the dorm last Friday, but we all came back. She does the drop-off a week from this Wednesday. Was the bird's nest incubating eggs? I do not recall if there were eggs in the nest. I just remember a big... What, Michelle? That's key if there were eggs in the nest or not, because the eggs are symbolic of other things. I don't remember if there were eggs in the nest. I just was scooping the ice cream and suddenly... Oh, my God. uh, Michelle's pregnant. Wait, I I have one here. It just says, under the dreaming of nests, a sign of coming marriage. (laughs) Okay. All right. Maybe Chloe is engaged. No, she, we are stopping. No, she's not. Hey, Michelle, maybe that means we need to uh, redo our vows. What do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean? One yeah. time's enough. What? <laughs> I'm still sticking to the original. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, the original one's fine. <laughs> okay, a bird's nest in a dream could also mean a fast moving or out for repair. You have anything major being repaired? Uh, no. no. No, it's the okay. bird leaving the nest. It it's, could it's, also mean a career change. And uh, if it has eggs in the nest, it could mean uh, prosperity of family and loved ones. Well, the there, restaurant. I did say that I was going to leave radio soon, possibly, and open up an ice cream shop. There you go. Okay, so ice cream in the dream. If you see or eat ice cream in your dream, it signifies luck, success, uh, success in love. And satisfaction in your life in general. Uh, you should enjoy the moment and be happy about ice cream I, in your dream. I've had enough of this crap. I'm moving along. Froggy, you told me some of the details here. I guess Froggy, Michelle, and Fester, Froggy had some major problem, a big fight with his lawn care guy. What the hell happened, Froggy? No, you know, it's just you can't find good help anymore. <laughs> and it, it turns out that my lawn guy quit because of dog turds in my yard he what? took me aside a couple weeks ago because he's he's spanish you know so I, I don't talk spanish so he comes up to me he goes oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah and he, and he you know he calls me over and he points at the tires of his lawnmower after he mowed my lawn they were caked with dog poop can i ask a question what did he have the poop analyzed to confirm that it was your dog's poop Okay, listen, I, 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 I am guilty of going in the yard once in a while just because I feel <laughs> like a, a wild woodsman. Please stop. Clearly, okay. we're talking about dog poop. The guy's threatening to quit your lawn job if you, you don't take No, 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 no. He hasn't showed up in three weeks. Oh. oh. He's done. I, I, he has to be done. He points. I told you, last time he came here to mow, 
He took me aside at the end and he said, Oye, oye, oye. Mierda. Mierda. Mucho mierda. And he's pointing at his tires. And like I told Fester, they were caked with dew, dog dew. So he's saying, Mucho mierda. And I go, Isn't that, you know, I thought it was part of the lawn guy's job to deal with the dog poop. Is it not? Well, I mean, just to mow over it. You're not asking him to pick it up, are you? How big is it? No. How, how big is the dog poop, Froggy? Oh, it's a big dog. It's a Greyhound oh. slash Labrador, so she oh. drops big ones. Yeah. See, I, I I was very considerate of our lawn service when we were in Florida, and I asked about that, like, hey, would you like for me to pick up the dog poo? And he took a little look at our dogs, and he was like, they're so little, Michelle. You don't got to worry about them. Maybe he should have gotten so a smaller it's, dog. It's a thing, maybe, because <laughs> he seemed very offended that, well, if you think about it, I, I sort of feel bad for the guy because he, he has to spend a, a a good amount of time cleaning dog crap off of his tires at the end of the thing. How is that not an occupational hazard? <laughs> Can't is he just support of his job? Am I right? I mean, I didn't ask this guy to become a lawnmower hold on, hold on, for a living. Guys, guys, hang on, hang on. Bottom line here is Froggy's lawn guy fired Froggy. The guy's not showing up anymore. He's the, So what the hell does your lawn look like? Or has your wife, Kim, made you go out and cut the lawn yourself during this uh, transitional period? I had to cut it because I was I couldn't take her bitching about it anymore. <laughs> so I went out, and then halfway through, I, I faked a back injury. Don't tell her. <laughs> so half of my yard is done now, and half of it looks like, you know, kid in play's hairdo. <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like when my someone... dog can't go outside because it goes over yeah. her head. It's like when somebody... Cuts like half their beard off, and they've got the other side of their face uh, shaved. That's and, how it and, looks. I couldn't yeah. do it. It's, it's too hot. I can't do it. Yeah, one half is but shaved, and the other half is a uh, full beard. Yeah. MJ, is that not? I, I think you know. If I was a yard guy, I would say, "Hey, let me take the first ten minutes, pick up the dog poop." All right, part of my job. Right, hold on, hold on, Froggy. What's what's the lawn guy's name? Do you even know? I think his name is Mario. All right, why don't you apologize to Mario right now, and maybe Mario is a big listener of the MJ Morning Show podcast. Can you maybe apologize to Mario and ask him to come back and deliver a heartfelt apology? Oh, yeah. Mario. Oh, come on. Come back to my house. Casa. Uh, I'm trying to. Okay, that's stupid. I don't want to do it now. That's, that's offensive. Mario, Listen. I know you come to my house and you mow my lawn in the in the the hottest of weather. And you have to deal with a little dog poop now and then. It's your job, isn't it? I mean, you're the one who became a lawn guy to begin with, Mario. You could have been anything in life, couldn't you? This Mario? is the worst <laughs> apology ever. The worst, Mario. Oh, hey, dude, I, I know folks that own very successful lawn care companies, and Froggy, they're making a fortune. So I, I I think you need to tamp that BS down, man, because that could be a very lucrative business. There are guys making well into six figures with very. I'm not saying he's not making money. I'm saying I will. You know what? I would even pay an extra. I don't know, two bucks <laughs> if he picked up the poop every time he came. Okay, hold on. Picking up the poop, I think, is beyond the scope of the of the lawn guy. However. Riding those big, super riding zero-turn mowers and just slinging it against your house should be fun for the guy. <laughs> just flinging poop on the windows. 
I'm just saying <laughs> Mario should pick up the poop. If not, <laughs> maybe I'll find a long guy who will. Oh, my God. And then, Froggy, before we move on, uh, Michelle, you're going to love this. A lady fell in front of Froggy. At, was it Circle K or 7-Eleven or Wawa? Where was it? 7-Eleven, please. You know my this, convenience store of choice. You know what this reminds me of? The final Seinfeld episode where they, they got arrested for uh, a violation of the Good Samaritan law of not helping the heavy guy out who was getting robbed. Would you like to tell my wife and the whole audience exactly what happened? Well, I refuse to help her. Because- well, first of all, let me say to the audience that Froggy's a bad human. Fro- Froggy, oh. yeah, Fro- Froggy is really just a bad human. All right, with that precursor set, go ahead. All right, your precursor sucks, number one. All right. Let me just say that I've grown, okay? If we weren't in the times of COVID, I would have helped this old bag. Old bag, that's what Jerry Seinfeld called the lady that he stole the rye loaf from. Remember that, the pumpernickel rye loaf or whatever, Michelle? Yep, yep, right? yep. No, okay, so I went in, my coffee machine broke, I had to get a coffee. So I went to 7-Eleven to get a coffee. This old lady comes in, and she has the old 7 They must let you have the old 7-Eleven big gulps from, like, 20 years ago and still fill them up because this thing was stained and like 30 years old. So she comes into the 7-Eleven, obviously to fill this thing up. First thing I noticed is her humongous big gulp. Then I noticed an old lady. Why does she have a big gulp? Right when I'm trying to figure this out, she slips and does a double leg herky split. You know what a herky is? I don't. Okay. It's sort of like a cheerleader. Hang on. It's like this. Look. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Oh my God! It's like when a cheerleader. Oh, oh! oh. Froggy just hurled it. You can't see it, folks, but I'm watching on the Skype video. Froggy just did some kind of an unnatural split with his legs. Saved my knee really hard, but that's all right. And then did like a pile driver on the floor. All right, so so the old lady falls. Yeah. Oh my God, my knee. Yeah. And she sort of does like me. She's complaining about her knee. She she doesn't fall over, but she bangs her knee and her hip really hard. I don't know what she slipped on, but and the the woman at the desk is like, "Oh my God, help her, help her!" And I'm like, "I I can't touch her." COVID. I keep I keep screaming yeah. COVID nineteen. I'm not going to touch her. All right. So you didn't want to. So touch everybody her, in yeah. the store. Is, tr- is looking at me like I'm the asshole. Excuse my language. Yeah. But like I'm the dickhead. Okay. That's better. Right. That's much better. And I'm yeah. not gonna. T- I'm not gonna touch her. But I will say this: if it wasn't COVID nineteen out there, I would have helped her. Right, I so promise you. you oh, by the way, thank you for improving your language and bringing us into family compliance. Uh, so thank you. you're saying that if it were not for COVID, you would have helped her. But this lady just splays out on the floor, and you didn't help her because of because of the Rona. Of course, I'm not going to help her because of the Rona and her drink spilled. First of all, I mean, the lady was probably about 80, 81, has a (laughs) giant big gulp drink. I mean, (laughs) did the staff tell you, get out, get out? No, but they were judging me for not helping her. But I guarantee you guys that you wouldn't have touched her either. I've got questions. One, did she have a mask on? No, she didn't. Actually. Oh, okay. Two. Did you have to step over her to pay for your coffee? No, but I could have easily just sort of side nudged her with my foot. At first, I tried to act like I didn't see her. That's my main move is, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't see what happened. You know, I don't want to be a jerk. <laughs> and then it was obvious that she fell. And then everybody is sort of looking at me 
because everybody's behind the, the clerk desk and I'm the only one over here. And I'm like, you're on your own, Grandma. I can't <laughs> pick you up. Froggy oh God. my God. First of all, nobody from the store bothered to like run to her assistance. They were on the other side of the counter. I mean, they so came around, around Michelle, but they're looking them. at me. And it probably then, took 20 seconds, 30 seconds to get to her. Hey, they're probably behind the COVID counter. They probably have plexiglass set up and everything, right? Right. but There's, pl- there's all kinds of plexiglass. Yeah. But did she look like she really wanted your help? I mean, maybe you're freaky and scary enough looking that she was like, oh, dear God, please don't let this one help me. You know what? You probably made her fall. She looked at you and she, she, <laughs> you made her freak out and made, made her fall. I've never heard of women falling from looking at men who are extremely handsome. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. All right, moving along. Fester, I saw <laughs> I saw a story. The minute I saw this, I thought of you. And then I thought of this old crotchety phone call, which is kind of a rare crotchety. I don't know. I, I'm sure it's on one of our CDs, but it just didn't get a whole lot of play. And then I heard it again. I'm like, holy crap, this is funny. So first the story, then I'm going to do an early classic crotchety, and I might even end the show with another rare crotchety old man, Milton Fludgecow, call. Fester, hotel owner introduces weight limit for guests. A German hotel owner has introduced a new policy banning guests who weigh more than 130 kilograms from staying at the property. So 130 kilograms is 286 pounds. Fester, what is your current weight in pounds, please? In pounds, I'm like 336. Fester, Fester. you you could not stay at this hotel. You would be... uh, would you say three what? Three three six. Oh three, my! Three, six. God, Fessy, you're like fifty pounds over. You could not stay at this. Jer- it's uh, a hotel in the beachside town of Cuxhaven in northern Germany's Lower Saxony. So you could not stay there because you're too fat for the beds. You're too heavy for the beds. Actually, I think they were antiques or something of that. Like they were very fine crafted furniture and. Is that the story? Yeah, it is. It's it's classic furniture. According to the reports, the owner of the hotel says that the reasoning comes from the fear that overweight guests will damage her classic antique furniture. (laughs) Jeez, please. Let me tell you what else this overweight guest is going to do on your classic furniture. (laughs) Before we resume the podcast, a classic crotchety call. This is a call to a mattress store. And since we're talking about the hotel and the beds, and I just thought this was fitting. And I listened to this the other day, and I was laughing hysterically. Good evening, mattress. Dave speaking. Oh, thank God you answered. Eh. Excuse me, what is so funny? I can't move. Hello? Holy s***. Who's this? this? Is this the mattress store? Yeah. I purchased a mattress from you last week. It was just delivered yesterday, and I was promised by some crackhead that works there that I would have the best night's sleep ever. I can't move. (laughs) Hey, come here. Hello? Hello? What the hell are 
are you laughing at? I'm stuck in my bed. I can't move. I'm like an invalid. <laughs> Hello? Hello? I'm glad you think this is funny. I'm going to sue your ass off. I'm going to sue the company's ass off. It's going to be called Milton's Mattress World. Hello? Hello? Yes, let me speak. That guy is laughing. I have a medical emergency. I bought a bed from you people, and I have a backache now. I can't move from my bed. I'm, like, paralyzed. That sucks. You know, you can look up my file right now. I can't believe that you're laughing at a valued customer. Hello? I want to speak We're to here. The, I want to speak to the manager right now. Speaking. <laughs> I feel like I've been shot in the back like that gangster rapper 40 Cent. <laughs> I saw that on Access Hollywood. Let me speak to the manager right now. Speaking. Thank you. I need somebody to come here right now and get me out of this bed. I can't move. <laughs> we are on our way. I need you to bring a wet, dry shop vac to clean up all the soiled mess on my bed where I've had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Listen, you pull my file. It's Milton Fludge Cow. You'll find my address. They just delivered this thing yesterday. F-L-U-D-G-E-C-O-W. I'm going to register a complaint with your corporate offices because you're laughing at me and I'm about dead in the bed. <laughs> All right, we're bringing up your information. Thank Hang you. On. And then you're going to owe me a big-time apology, not to mention the fact that I want my money back and I want the $2,000 best night's sleep guarantee money back as well. Stop laughing right now, mister. I'm going to shove this mattress so far up your ass, you're going to be tasting springs. Uh, I just wet myself. I, so you may want to call the paramedic. I can't get out of the bed. I have to go number one and number two in the bed. Hey, you got a phone. Call the emergency room. I'm calling you. You guaranteed me the best night's sleep ever. Is this friends' beds? Fred's Beds. No, this is not Fred's Beds. What is this? This is a center. Oh, I have the wrong number. Please excuse the ring. No problem. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it, it almost sounds a little like Dave Legaretta, our laughing janitor from the old facility on Gandhi laughing, but I, it's not him. It just it, There's a similarity there, but you can hear the difference. But it sort of reminded me of him, Fester. Love Dave. Miss Dave. Dave. Hey, Fester, how is your YouTube MJ Morning Show material cultivation going? You know what? I got to tell you, I've had the best time this past weekend for something that I'm sure a lot of people have already done. We t- we hooked up YouTube to our main TV, which we never took the time to do before. <laughs> Hello? Wow. Hello? Have- wow. Really? You're so innovative. It, it's 2020 <laughs> and you're finally hooking it what up. I just got Netflix like three months ago. Oh, my oh God. My. And then we signed up for the Hulu ESPN Plus Disney Plus package. Yeah. So we have that. And we have the uh, Amazon Fire Stick. And I figured out how to load YouTube onto my television. You, you guys know you can just hit like the YouTube 
like what? icon and it takes you right to YouTube. No, it's amazing. are you kidding me? No, it, we did it on Saturday. Oh my God. I mean, that's amazing. That's like the equivalent of like shooting a rocket to Mars. So <laughs> when I turn my Amazon fire stick on yeah. all these apps, I think are like on the top bro. Yeah. And I have Disney plus and YouTube just click over one and hit the uh, center button. So, all right, so get to the point. So I'm on YouTube for the first time and I'm like, Oh my God! Hold on, it's hold on, on hold, 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 hold on. You're on YouTube for the first time on your 60 inch, right? LCD, not YouTube for first time. So you got the big, huge wall TV, and you've got YouTube on there, and then you decide to what? Search for all the MJ Morning Show stunts and uh, show them to the kids. Exactly right. I, I type. Allison's like, "What do you want to watch? What are you looking for?" My son's in the corner just yelling, "Blippy, Blippy, Blippy!" Oh, <laughs> not Blippy. Oh, I, no. I look at my son's like, "You shut the hell up about Blippy." <laughs> How old's your you How old's your son, Fester? Probably four next month. Yeah, great. <laughs> Blippy, Blippy. If you don't know who Blippy is, MJ, yeah. thank God. Yep. Anyway, Blippy's <laughs> the devil. <laughs> Blippy did not get played, but I typed in MJ Morning Show with my uh, yep. remote. I could use the search feature, uh-huh. and it plays Turkey Fryer in the parking lot <laughs> with me on the oh, couch. God, which one? The right. one that got us almost arrested, or one of the earlier ones? The one that almost got us arrested is it on YouTube? Oh, oh, that, that's, oh, that's right. We that was evidence. We kept it off. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why if if we if we still have it, I don't see why we can't put it up now. I mean, you know, it's been a while. Well, get a hold of the VH video guy and see if he can do a supercut, and we'll put that thing up. Yeah, I'm sure he erased all of his files. Anyway, but the the, the original VH video episode of the Turkey Fryer was was on, and then it said like 36 MJ Morning Show videos. So we just watched one after another. We watched the Froggy concert series. Where do you hide your horns? And then we smashed cars. We watched uh, Meredith, the picture she accidentally sent you in Hurricane, and we blew it up and put it on a street corner. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What about the one where Froggy smashed the picture over Meredith's head? Is that on video? Yes. Oh, that's what it was? Uh, What about dropping the city bus on Hannah Monstrosity? (laughs) The the Hannah Monstrosity bus episode? That was there? Oh, man. we I watched in in full length three years of eggnog challenges. Oh wow! And they all ended the same way. Well, that's great. <laughs> Fester, with I'm, me having double ulcers, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad and IBS and all that. I'm glad that you could be entertained all these years later. You know, it's still amazing the amount of content we created. I hear from interns. I hear from folks in radio, and not a lot of shows in the country did the amount of material, the diversity, the complexity of the material that we pulled off on first the MJ and BJ show and then the MJ morning show. Truly amazing. And then Fester, you want to talk about your story of good luck that maybe there are some good people in the world. I'm talking about uh, for all you don't know about this yet, but Fester told me about it. The wallet incident. This is insane, Fester. You are so freaking lucky. I tell you, I'm, I'm, I genuinely feel blessed and lucky that this happened to me. I am grateful I'm not the guy that found this wallet because, you know, it might have been a different situation. <laughs> but I go to the grocery store, push the card out, load the groceries into the back of the Lincoln, close it, and then get up to the, into the front seat of my car. I didn't have my wallet, phone, or a scratch-off lottery ticket that I bought from the lottery ticket robot on my way out, in my pocket. I had it on like the uh, like the baby seat of the of the of the shopping cart. 
So I go in my car, I take off, and I didn't walk the cart back in the store. I leave it in the parking lot. Let's let the uh, oh, let the buggy guy get it. Right. Oh, yeah. So a you're real the, sign of you're, the kind of person you are. Yeah, you're that guy that just leaves the cart in the middle of the parking lot or rams it into the car next to you, putting a big giant door ding on it. You don't return the cart to that bin area where they have the sign, "Please help keep our costs low," and return the shopping cart here. You just haphazardly leave the cart. When you did that, you also left, again, give me the inventory of what you left on that little folding plastic baby seat. What did you leave? I, I had my phone, and then on top of that, I had my wallet, and then in the middle of the two, I had a $5 scratcher from the uh, Florida lottery. Oh, right. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and? Oh, I just I load up the car, go home, get home. Kids are here. They help me lug everything inside. I don't even think about it. And then I say to my wife, like, at 11 o'clock, I haven't seen my phone in a couple of hours. And she's like, well, I don't know where the hell you left it. And I, I figured I must have left it at the supermarket. I had no proof that I did or didn't, but it's the last place I remember seeing it because I bought the $5 scratcher. And which supermarket and, uh, was this? It was a public, public supermarket right. in, uh, in, in North, North Tampa. Tampa. North Tampa. Okay. Did you realize at that point that you also left your wallet when you couldn't find your phone? Did you then pat around for your wallet? And then, yeah. oh, my God, I bought a $5 scratcher ticket. And then so you then I'm standing out by my car. I forgot about the scratcher ticket at this point. I'm standing out by the car. My wife's trying to call me. I'm waiting to see if the phone rings in my car. I'm yelling back inside. It's not here. Hang up the freaking oh, phone. Oh, man. You know, you could have been one of those dopes that, like, put it on the roof of the car and then drove off and the thing's flying all over the road on North Florida or wherever the hell you live. 7 a.m., bright and early. I'm the, one of the first customers in the store. I go to customer service and I tell the guy, hey, I'm a moron. I think I left my cell phone here. I left it in a cart. The guy asked me, what color cell phone do you have? I said, it's a blue one. It's a black wallet, blah, blah, blah. He says, wait right he here. He says, bad mother effer. <laughs> wait. just said that. Do you still have that wallet that says bad mother effer on it? You know what? <laughs> Funny you say that. Yes. The short answer is no. Okay. I got into so much shit with my wife over buying the bad mother effer wallet from Pulp Fiction. She had no idea what it was from. I ended up giving it to Froggy. I love that oh wallet. It was a great wallet. God. So, like two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we saw together Pulp Fiction for the first time. I've wow. seen it 500 times. She's never seen it. It's not her kind of movie. And then the bad mother effer scene comes up, and she's like, oh, that's where you got the wallet from. Yeah. All right. Back to the story. So what happens? You go to the customer service counter at Publix, and I lost my cell phone, my wallet, and, and what happens? The guy comes down. The same way I left it in the cart was how he had it. It was untouched. And I was like, oh, wow, who found this? I'll gladly give him a couple of bucks. He goes, we, we don't know. One of our guys found it. We just put it We put it in the safe. Probably the guy collecting the carts from slobs like you that strew the carts all over the damn lot. This guy saved my ass. So I get to the car, pull a quarter out of my little change cup, and I rub the scratcher ticket. $25 winner. Whoa! Wow, that's that's incredible. Wow. I know. I wow. was on cloud nine all day hey, Friday. Guess what? Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Speaking of Publix, if you want to keep going down this rabbit hole, I recently found a cassette tape where I have the audio clip of you sending me into Publix for National Peanut Butter Month. Ugh. Is that I where I had that. you eating it out of the jars with your hands in the middle of the aisle? 
<laughs> that is 100% correct. Fester, would you like to just say how awesome Publix is that your wallet, cell phone, and scratch your ticket were all intact the next day? Guys, thank you very much. You guys are awesome. I wonder if it was the shopping cart guy, or I wonder if it was a customer that turned it in. It could have been another customer yeah. just as easily. You're right. Yeah. Guys, I'll tell you how it works. I worked at Publix, a fantastic grocery store, for seven years. And they give you a cart hour. So there's one employee in charge of the carts in the parking lot every hour. And if I saw that, that would have been jackpot, baby. You wouldn't have got that back from me. But <laughs> Publix usually is hires great employees. It's worth shopping as a pleasure, right? Yeah, know. absolutely. Hey, speaking of bad mf -er, I have Julian up here. Julian, my 16-year-old son. Julian, would you like to tell the podcast audience and Froggy and Fester what a bad mf -er I am? The best. Only the best. All right, so let me just set this thing up. We're in The baddest mf -er is the best? <laughs> Come on, Julian. Right, listen to me. We're in Central Park, and we've got the dogs, and we're walking the dogs pretty fast. We're in the pedestrian lane where the runners, the joggers, the walkers, uh, it's a wide area. Then you have the middle part, which is the bikers. And then for the far right lane, this is the whole road that goes the entire loop of Central Park. That's where the regular auto traffic or truck traffic goes. If there are parks or police vehicles, you just can't drive in the park if you want to. We're walking the dogs. And this guy, I guess, was unhappy about us walking the dogs, and the guy elbows, a jogger elbows Julian. Julian, describe what happened. So I cross over, and then what happens is he's running past me. He starts screaming at me, and I, I have Gatsby's, and Todd, Todd is walking scout. Um, and so as he's running past me, he's, like, screaming at me, like, Right before he passes me, he's screaming at me in some, like, Swedish. Or yeah, that. we thought it was some kind of a Scandinavian language. I thought it was Swedish, and we even told the story on a later Instagram video that I shot. I've put together a bunch of Ikea furniture, but I can't speak Swedish. And <laughs> so the guy, like, yells, and then he jams his elbow into Julian's arm, like giving him a dead arm. So what? The, yeah, yeah. So the guy dead arms me as he's running past, and then I just and then I, so that's when I look at my dad. We did nothing. We did absolutely nothing. We're just walking the dogs. He's running up from behind. There are people walking and jogging and running and and walking dog. And this guy just elbows and dead arms Julian with his elbow right in like his uh, upper bicep. He frogged him right in the arm. I mean, it was like what the hell? No, he was Swedish froggy. And then, and then that, that, that's when I look at my dad and I say, he just, he just hit me. And so Todd takes off running. You can call me MJ. You can it, call it, him dad. Yeah. We know who <laughs> you can call me dad or it, it is the MJ morning show podcast, but everyone knows that my name is Todd now at this point. Okay. So MJ is, starts sprinting <laughs> after the Swedish guy and, and he's already, the guy's maybe like 300 feet in front of us, 400 feet in front of us. And Todd is there in like four seconds lightning quick already there and what did you witness your dad do just go ahead and and try and do it try to imitate exactly the way oh, i geez. sounded what what exactly did i do you all right so after you caught up to him you were screaming at him like do not like do not hit my son and then the guy's like he's like oh shit what do i do 
and he, he, oh. he's like he's like freaking out. His eyes are like crazy. He's all red. He's he's panicking because he's got two people. He's he's running, and then then what happens is he like cuts off. And he starts running around. He, he tries to get away from me. He's like running in circles and he's trying to get away from me because at this point, I'm like this crazed, rabid father. Why the hell don't you dare touch my son? Don't you hit my son? And the guy's like running away from me and he can't get away from me because I'm totally faster than this, than this turd. <laughs> Even at, at my 54 years of age, I am still lightning. Julian, describe how fast I still am. You were there <laughs> and you were quick. Then he ran the other direction and he ran backward to get away from me. Yeah. See, he was gone. you are built like an alligator, MJ, and he was trying to run in a zigzag formation because you have burst power. <laughs> I mean, the first hundred yards, you're tough to beat. I mean, if he was three miles in front of you, it would have been a different story. MJ, that's that's the golden. That's almost what all fathers look for. Mess with my kid, and that's an open book for me to. Beat I mean, did you attack ass. the guy? I could have. I I decided just to scare the bejesus out of the guy, and then he ran the other direction like a little baby. Now, could I have caught up to him and pummeled him? I could have. However, I think I made the point. He craps Swedish meatballs in his pants. Okay. Well, you don't want to. Here's the thing. You don't want to mess with people like that because anybody who has the gall to elbow a kid probably has a weapon on him. No, no, Froggy, you're wrong. If he's going to elbow a kid, he's a punk. Yeah, and he, no, he, he, he you, don't, you don't mess with crazy people. This like guy, this. he ran away like a baby. Hey, Julian, were you impressed with your old man over here? I was thoroughly <laughs> impressed. Look at that. Hey, how about you sign Julian up for some karate classes or something, huh? Oh, look, Chloe just popped up. Hey, Chloe. Hi. Hi, Chloe is freaking out. She texted me. Chloe has now found three $20 bills in, what, three weeks? Yes, every week. Uh, the first one was on a Sunday. Last week's was a Monday. And what's today? Monday. All right, Michelle, come over here, Michelle. Ooh. Chloe thinks that there's something freaky going on, that it's some kind of sign from... We don't know what the hell's going on, but literally... Chloe has found three $20 bills and in or around Central Park in like three weeks. So she's going to go get me something now. Well, I, I, need, I need a crepe. Uh, I mean, this is crazy. So, uh, Chloe, the first one you found was where? Okay, the first one was on around like 93rd and Broadway. Right. Uh, oh, so that was not near Central Park. That was 93rd and Broadway. Relatively close okay. to Central All right. Park. But All right. then last week I was walking with my friend, Brendan, and we were walking, and I see one on the ground, and I'm like, no way. What are the odds? And I just could not stop saying, what are the odds? And uh, he was pretty freaked out about it, too. And? And T what? Tonight? And tonight, I'm hanging out with him again, and we're walking across to Central Park, and there's a $20 bill right in the middle of the road. All right. I was speechless. The first thing I thought of was maybe like these were covered in COVID or something. Oh, I want to point out. I want to point out that Chloe's been practicing soccer and she's been socially distancing and you got, you're wearing masks and you're staying at least six feet away from this dude, right? Totally. Okay. And you're keeping in soccer what? shape. Well, that's, 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 that's what I'm told 
Uh, hopefully, I don't need to bring the Rona back into the house here. No, but Chloe's wearing a mask. She's been very diligent about that. But that's insane, finding three $20 bills. Like, the first time, I was like, wow, what? And then the second time, I was like, wow, what? Okay, this is kind of crazy. But what tonight, are the odds? Yeah, what are the odds? Right. And then, like, the third time, tonight, I was actually speechless. I called my dad, and I just, I, I couldn't even speak. Yeah. I couldn't even speak. It's pretty insane. Chloe, you got to think about what's the common denominator here? What's happening? Who, what's around every time you find these 20s? Sounds like this Brendan guy is around every time. Am I right? Oh, I know. And I kept asking him, too. Uh-huh. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell him to listen to the podcast. But I kept asking him, did you do this? Did you do this? And he was like, no, mm-hmm. he swore by it. Um, Chloe, Chloe, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a number, okay? And this number <laughs> is going to represent the number of people I've ever trusted named Brendan. Okay, ready? <laughs> Zero. Zero. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but then I tried to consider... Um, all the like all the possibilities like what if I'm on a hidden TV show yeah, yeah what right. if yeah. <laughs> um, or like yeah it's a new show where they just drop $20 bills all over the city yeah. <laughs> or like what, are, what is the sign there has to be yeah. a sign there's yeah. definitely a sign uh, we dropped off Chloe's stuff so we set up Chloe's room at college uh, last Friday I actually took off from the schnitt show and had a fill in we took Chloe we drove round trip from Manhattan to University of New Hampshire, up in New Hampshire, obviously. Round trip, it was like 10 hours of driving. We set up Chloe's dorm room. There was like nobody in the dorm room. They really spaced it out. We had a set appointment, and then we moved her stuff in. I had to rent a much bigger SUV than uh, the one we have to get all all the crap in there. And we didn't really run into anybody. It's like a four-story dorm with uh, probably a couple of hundred students in there. We ran into, like, nobody, so they're clearly spacing it out. Uh, What did we notice on the way back on the interstate? I think we were driving in Connecticut. What did we see? Okay, it looked like Ed Sheeran on a motorcycle, like not using his hands (laughs) on the motorcycle. I saw that video. It was kind of (laughs) crazy. Four miles. This is insane. This guy was driving. Was that a Harley? He was driving some fat boy-looking motorcycle, And he was driving for miles. We're doing 70 miles an hour. I pulled alongside of him, and I started videoing him with my cell phone cam. And this guy's, like, riding for miles with no hands on the handlebars. And he's kind of bobbing and weaving his body back and forth. At one point, he takes his hands and puts it behind him and starts stretching and this dude, I got about, what, 10, 15 seconds of video. It is crazy. He looked intoxicated is what I thought. He looked like he was just on something. I don't even okay, know. Hold on. If, if he were drunk, he would not be able to do that at all. It sounds like, <laughs> it sounds pretty like he just needs now, attention. I, I didn't get this on video, but a little further down the road, we watched him swaying back and forth, and he was making the bike sway with no hands. I mean, if this guy hit a bump in the road or a pothole or a rock, I mean, wouldn't that send this this cruiser flying? Here's yeah, a question. Is he is he doing that for attention or is he doing it because he's tired? I mean, no. I don't know. It was the craziest freaking thing I've ever seen. We're like looking at this. I shot video. So, Froggy, you saw it on my Instagram, right? Yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, anyway, the video's up. If you want to go check out my Instagram Go to at Certified Todd Schnitt on Instagram, Certified Todd Schnitt, and take a look at this lunatic with no hands on the motorcycle on the interstate at 70 miles an hour. Look, Ma, no hands. 
If you want to get a hold of us, folks, we'd love to get your email, comments, questions, old bits that you remember, stuff you want us to talk about, or how about just saying hi? Yeah, let's do that this week. If you are a listener on the podcast regularly, if you're an old MJ Morning Show fan, just say hi. Send us an email, mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. Tell us your favorite best memories of the program, what you want to hear coming up on future episodes. Email us. Just say hello. mj at mjmorningshow.com. Of course, the website is mjmorningshow.com. That's mjmorningshow.com. All of the details on all, what, 37 episodes at this point are online at mjmorningshow.com. All of the major podcast platforms that we're on, everything. Send people to mjmorningshow.com. We still want you to spread the word. Tell everyone you know that MJ, Froggy, and Fester are back The MJ Morning Show has triumphantly returned as a weekly podcast series at mjmorningshow.com. Give us a voicemail, send us a text, 813-467-6290. If you leave us a voicemail, we could actually play your voicemail here on the podcast. 813-467-6290. And also you can send us a text on Twitter. I'm at Todd Schnitt. On Instagram at Certified Todd Schnitt, and we'll leave you with another classic crotchety call. This is also kind of a lost crotchety call. It didn't get a lot of airtime. You know, we did well over a hundred of these crotchety calls over the years, and this is Milton Fludgecow with a little bit of a hair salon issue. Thank you for calling Spa. Will you please hold? Hurry up! I've got an emergency. What's your emergency? Hair emergency. Okay, hold on. Mom- moment. Thank you. When only the very best will do. Sorry for your hold. This is Caitlin. How may I help you? I have an emergency that needs immediate styling. Are you open? Um, uh, we are, but our stylists are completely booked. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen, money talks and you know what walks. I've got $1,000. You tell me who wants a grand to do four little ones. Quickly. <laughs> Hi, this is Jackie. May I help you, please? Jackie, I've got an emergency. I need some last-minute styling. Who there wants to make a whole lot of money? Well, I do, but we're about to close. Uh, how much are we talking about? How about $1,000? I have four little ones. Tonight is the 22nd annual Cutie Critter competition at the convention center, and my usual stylist was just arrested this morning for running a meth lab out of her preschool where she works part-time. Are you good with little ones? Uh, yeah, I'm good with little ones. Good. I've got Caroline. She's got a little too much uh, ear hair that needs some trimming. And Moogie has a little bit off the back that needs to be taken off. And then Scooter, do you have a little bitty curling iron? Yes, sir. We have little curling irons. How little? Little ones. I mean little itsy-weetsy-teetsy curling iron, like the size of a, like a pencil. Well, sir, how little do you need it? Well... It should be okay. And then I've got Harriet, and Harriet needs a little trim. Where do you want me to put the cages? Cages? What do you bring cages for? Well, Caroline is a gopher, and Moogie is a squirrel, and Scooter is a meerkat. They're cute. They stand up and pray. And then Harriet is named after Harriet Myers from the whole Supreme Court debacle. Uh, she's a beaver. What? I'm not working on no freaking beaver. Will you trim my beaver, please? A thousand dollars. Trim my beaver. You are sick. Please. My beaver just snapped at me.
Hello? Hello? The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crushell. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. 